gonna hop right into it because you're a man that needs no introduction let's go what's been up man <laughs> let's dude like i was just telling you i jumped into the zoom and you had that music jam and i ain't never showed up to a podcast like that i was like let's go man i'm fired <laughs> up now dude <laughs> oh thanks man. for having me back man how you doing dog i'm doing good you man excellent dude i'm fired up especially literally just missed the gym session and flew home here so i could jam with you and wrap up this excellent week so far on a friday let's go man i'm excited um what type of underdog shit you been up to Ooh, man alex dude it's been a, it's been awesome man uh, i've been in the last two years been a phase of optimization doing a lot of personal work whatever you want to call it personal work inner work healing whatever uh doing a lot of that and just becoming a better version of me in the process. And now I'm entering this new season of maximization. It's go time. It's time to get time to blow some shit up, man. I'm a, uh, I'm excited, man. Just ready to rock and roll. That's great. Um, man, you're one of those people that I love seeing climb because your story is incredible. We went over it in the last uh, podcast episode we did. Gosh, what was that? Probably two years ago now. Um, <laughs> We went through all of that. So if you haven't listened to that, go back, listen to it. Uh, when we redid NeuroHive, we put all those previous episodes up there. So go check out Zach's previous episodes. Uh, but for everybody that's new that has no idea who you are yet, uh, they're going to really, really fast because you are, uh, you're blowing up all over the place, man. Your, your Instagram's been on fire. Your TikTok is fucking exploding. Um, and I wanted to get into a little bit about your thought process behind building your brand and what that's looked like for you over the last two years since we've talked last. Dude, I appreciate you, man. And you too, man. And, and dude, I love jamming with you. It's been years now and I love jamming with people that are fucking consistent as fuck, man. Just doing the yeah. same thing, showing up and dude, like level of mastery that comes with that. That's what's up, dude. Um, man, thoughts on all that, dude, it's crazy. Um, it's literally that. Like there's all these extra things that you can do and that are awesome and that I love, love psychology, love marketing. I know, you know, me and you've geeked out on this shit and you're even bigger geek than I am. So when it comes to that, <laughs> it comes to that shit, fucking uh, love it. Right. But at the end of the day, man, it's, it's doing, doing the right thing. Truth, right. Doing what the fuck you say you're going to do and showing up consistently, you know, and you do that and you be you and your, your truth, whatnot. And you're showing up consistently for your people and doing the right thing and doing what the fuck you say you're going to do. And you're consistently showing up like that's dude, I, the podcast underdog empowerment going on almost five years in April will be five years in uh, wow. April, 2023. Never miss a single episode consistent as fuck showing up every single Monday fucking social media even when i was like stepping away doing the optimization i was still showing up and and and, and communicating i might have posted less but i was still showing up consistently every day you know so i think that goes a long way what were you doing to optimize man dude be honest with you alex dude i haven't picked up a business i just picked up this guy i know the people listening can't see it but it's 100 million offers alec hormozy just uh just picked this up last week first business book or marketing book that i've read in over a year um, and, uh, I've been focused 
on myself, all inward, all inward game, man. Uh, specifically healing a shit ton of fucking trauma that I've had stored up for decades, finally getting that release out. And becoming a better human in the process, self-awareness game increasing, becoming a better husband, father, friend, business owner, you name it, like all the way around the board. And I'm not, I'm far from perfect, never going to be perfect. There is no fucking arrival, but I am getting 1% better every motherfucking day. Let's go. <laughs> uh, man, I'm, I'm so happy to hear you say that um, because there's so much inner work that we all have to do. Um Mine hit me like a ton of bricks about two weeks ago around. Um, and I think you, you're probably going to relate to this a lot because we have a lot of uh, similar interesting pasts uh, that have kind of led us to where we're at today. But um, man, just that feeling of unworthiness, even though you have like all the logical parts of your brain, that are like, dude, I built shit. I've done stuff like I've continued to live life off of everybody else's checklist around what I think is going to make me worthy in somebody else's eyes but you never flip that inward and be like, man, like, what do, like, where does my own self-worthiness come from? Where does my happiness come from? Until you start doing that work, man, it's so hard to figure that out. Man, bro, you are not fucking lying, bro. And so like, dude, yes, man. Like for me, it was like, there's a bunch of them, a bunch of different negative cognitions that I've been running these scripts. And, and the cool thing about it now is like, as soon as you become aware of it, then you have a choice to choose a new pattern. So yeah. you always got the pattern. There is no fucking victim mentality, zero. Like, you know, we can't control what happened to us as a kid, right? And 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 certain other things that happen throughout life, but you always have as an adult, you have the the choice to respond however the fuck you want when you get when your self-awareness is there. So what you just said, man, for me, a big one was not feeling like I was good enough. Yeah. And so, dude, what 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 happened was I was fucking came out of prison and started fucking killing it. Once I got it going after the four and a half, uh, overnight success, right. Four and a half year overnight success. But, uh, after the four and a half year overnight success, I started fucking killing it in business, man. And at the end of 2020, like not like killing it, but compared to where I was. Yeah. Fucking, you know, anyways, we moved out from, from Ferguson, Missouri or North County, to Winsville at the end of 2020. And so now my daughter finally has a room to, to sleep in instead of the nursery being in our closet at the old house. And we're not in a fucking ghetto ass neighborhood and shit and a negative energy and vibes and yeah. shit. And so boom, did that. And then the following month in January 21 had my first mastermind with 10 people all over the U S fly down to Pensacola, Florida at this beach house. So I'm literally did everything that they said I'd never do and that shit still wasn't enough. And I wasn't fucking happy, even though I had all these external things that, you know, I should be happy about. Like, dude, you're just in prison a few years ago. You know what I'm saying? And like, and I, and it, and what it stems back to, there's a lot of it, but there's patterns all throughout my life, you know, of getting told you're never going to, you're fuck up. You're just going to, you know, you're not going to mount to shit in life. But really the, the worst was when my mom put me in rehab before the courts ever got their hands on me when I was nine. And then I got kicked out of there for fighting. And then she put me thinking that she was doing what was best for me. She was, she wasn't trying to like fuck me up or anything, but she put me in a fucking psych war, bro. And that fucked me up at the time at, at nine yeah. years old, feeling like I'm going to die 24 seven fucking, you know, kids fucking in the corner, loopy and shit and laughing and fucking staff abusing them and me fucking screaming at us getting woken up at like two or three in the morning with them plunging fucking drugs in my arm and taking my blood and shit. And I'm being held down. Like that fucking was, you know, so I, 
there was plenty of other traumatic events that happened after that that kept me in like this fight or flight response and all wild through 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 decades until I started learning these tools and having these new choices, right? But um, long story short, I didn't feel like I was good enough to be my mom's son, and like she threw me to the wolves and abandoned me and shit like that. Hence why I started this whole. I'm sorry for this long witted answer, and I'm about to pass it off, but hence oh, why, good. hence why the whole underdog empowerment thing started as. Where you know the four W's like I run through everybody with the, the the where where are we taking them is we're gonna prove those motherfuckers wrong. That's what it started off as because I never felt like good enough and I wanted to prove them wrong and feel like I was good enough. And now I I do feel good enough and I still am driven as fuck as ever and got big fucking legendary hairy ass fucking wild goals out of this world and driven as all get up. But I feel good enough and I feel good where I'm at right now. And that's you the be difference. More centered today. Thank you, man. Than some of our previous ones. Um, <laughs> and, and that's not negative, right? It, like, I can tell that you've been doing that work. Um, and I and I think I see that because it's a reflection of where I've been, too. Yeah, man. Dude, what have you have you um, looked into, like, so there's this book that really, I like, like I mentioned, I didn't study, I haven't picked up a business book in over a year. That doesn't mean I haven't been reading every day. I've been reading, like, a lot of shit on like trauma and shit. I'm not no fucking expert or nothing, but there was this one book that was really impactful for me by like stood out more above all the rest. Um, and it's uh, the body keeps the score by Dr. Bessel Vandercook Vanderkolk. Um, dude, it's really fucking good because like, like I was reading it and shaking because he was talking about when his time working into a psych ward. So if you really want to know how fucking crazy this shit is in there, he's telling you from the staff's perspective. And it was like literally, and I'm shaking. Cause like it was bringing up all that shit for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, uh, uh, this was months ago and shit too. And I still got a lot of like backlog of trauma to clear up. And at, at a point I will have it all healed up, but then, the thing is, is that, you know, you're going to experience more traumatic shit throughout your life. So you just got to have a system for, for healing. You don't have to be in like right. a healing phase all the fucking time and you could still go out and make shit happen. I think that's where some of the super woo woo motherfuckers start. Like I don't jam with all that shit. Right. You know, where they, where, where, where they, and a lot of them start like taking on like a victim mentality. No, not me. Like uh, I understand I couldn't control a lot of shit that happened, but I, but I'm in full control and have choices now to go out and continue to better myself, you know? I think it's a thawing process. It doesn't happen yeah, overnight, it's man. It, it's almost like a like a de-thawing or a defrosting of a piece of meat, right? It takes a while, but then once it's there, it's raw still. But that's when you know you can do the work. That's a beautiful fucking <laughs> analogy you just put right there with that because it is. Like, yeah. it, it, it's almost like the because you got to get past some layers into the core of that shit, you yep. know and yeah, that's some wild shit right there. Uh, yeah, dude, it's uh, it's never easy. But how's your um, how's your mindset around like content and running your business change since you've gone through this? Man, I don't know if it really has changed much as far as like running content. Um, so I will. As a matter of fact, I will. Cause I'll I'll say this. This is what has changed. So. Like I have this really big fucking urge and, and I think a lot of people when they start like finding like actually like going inward and like fucking going back and slaying their demons right to become the most alpha version that they can. By the way, I like to say this because there's a lot of fucking 
alpha, you know, dominate, build empire motherfuckers out there that will try and say like, man, that shit's in the past. You just got to let it go and keep going. And, and, and they just want to grind, 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 grind. Well, if you truly want to be the most alpha elite fucking dominant version of yourself and build this fucking empire, max out on your potential, you're going to have to go in and slay your own demons, the shit that you're scared shitless of to face. And whenever the time's right for you, you know, that's cool. That's awesome. But anyways, for me, what, when I started doing this, like I, I had this really big passion just to share it in my content, what I'm doing and how it's affecting me and how it's helping me. And I want to re seriously impact. I know it sounds like a lot of people says, but I, I want to help millions of men start their journey. And I'm not even going to have like no programs and shit that I sell for. I just want to be a leading example and people see like, yeah. damn, this dude's really transformed and become even a more better version, completer version of himself. And I encourage other people to do it. And likewise, because for me, I sell podcast shit. That's what I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I do want to, I, this, this, this work, man, is so impactful. Cause I look at it like this dude, like my kids, they're, they're getting ready to turn nine years old in, in uh, February, my twin boys. And uh, like, dude, I can't imagine putting them in a fucking psych ward or what that would be like. You know what I'm saying? And so like, just thinking about me doing this shit now at this young age at 34, breaking this cycle of family generations of trauma that's been keeps on getting passed down, you know, unconsciously a lot of times like that, like that impact that that's going to have in the world. Now my sons are going to have way less trauma that they're going to have to go back and clean up and invite. And that's, just going to keep, now I'm pushing the reverse down the family yes. generations and that's fucking impact, bro. Real fucking yeah, impact, is. you know? So that's why I'm, I'm fired up about it. And that, so with my, my content to answer that question is, I still talk about podcasting, but I got my content pillars, mind, body, soul, relationships, finance, because that's life. And I just talk about entrepreneurship and share my journey and always talk to who I was yesterday or who I was just starting out or anywhere in between that. And that's, that's it, man. I'm so proud of you. Every time I Thank see you, you you're, you're elevating, you're becoming a different person. And I think that's probably one of your superpowers is that you're not comfortable where you're at, but it's not a, it, it's not a bad thing you see the potential in yourself and you see, I know you see it with others because of the conversations we've had and how I've seen you interact with other people, your ability to see greatness in other people and in yourself is I think one of your biggest superpowers. Dude, thank you, man. I appreciate the hell out of that for real. One of the things I picked up on is as you were talking about that, your content's changing. Um, I was really fortunate that I picked up a mentor about, about a year ago. Um, he's in industry with me. He used to run a really big agency, sold it for nine figures about six months ago. And we were talking about content and finding your voice within content. And he was telling me that there's really four layers to this altogether. And it's almost like a pyramid, right? So you start working your way up this kind of ascension ladder. When you first start off, you typically are like this benevolent alpha. Like you're not going to rip their head off but you're still in that alpha mindset of like, it's aggressive. It's right in your face. I'm telling you exactly what to do. Now you go out and do it. That's where most people stay. You have a super wide audience there because most people that are in your space need that kick in the ass to some degree, but you're not really reaching kind, kind of like how Maslow's hierarchy of needs goes up to like self-actualization. Yeah. It's almost like you're fulfilling that base level of uh, safety and security. At that point, yep. right? the, the basic step, needs. Yeah, exactly. Then the next layer up is the idea of the accidental hero. 
So Frank Kern, Dan Kennedy, they kind of live in that accidental hero world. Oh, I accidentally put out this email headline or this subject and it ended up generating 500 grand overnight. I accidentally stumbled into this hero role and now I'm sharing it with you. Then they move up into, and over time, you start to move up this ladder into story journey follow, which is where it sounds like you're starting to get to, right? The idea that I'm going to tell you stories, you're along the journey with me, come and follow this as I explore myself and as I go on this journey. And then the top phase, which is where I would kind of put Alex Hormozy, is the sage, right? It's the people that can do the one or two liners on Twitter and you're like, fuck, I didn't even think about that that way. Mm -hmm. And it totally shifts everything where you're at, but they don't need to write the whole five page sales copy letter. They don't need to put out the long ass social media post. They just hit you with the zip. And it's such great advice from that different perspective that everything changes. And over time, as you become better at expressing your tone of voice and how you communicate and what you want to communicate, you start to move up that ladder more because you don't have to feel the ego be so wide right? It's almost like the ego shrinks as you go up that ladder. So eventually you're at the point of, I don't really care what you think because I'm secure in who I am enough to tell you how I was a year ago because I'm talking to who I was a few years ago down at that yes. bottom level. Yeah, dude. So now we're getting on some super psychological fucking, dude, I love this type of shit, dude. And, and, and what you're talking about, dude, man, it's almost like, all right, so, so, with that, uh, the the leader, like you're talking about that that level where right before the Alex Hormozzi sage level, right? Where the leader that goes out and like, hey, I'm going to go out. Like that's where, like exactly what, like you said, where I'm at, like where, hey, I'm going to go out, go out here with me. I don't have all the fucking answers. I got answers to shit that I've experienced, but I'm always communicating to who I was yesterday or who I was yeah. just around anywhere in between that, right? But uh, uh, by the way, dude, that side note, Alex fucking Hormozy, dude. Like I just got, cause I've been hearing about, you, you know, everybody's been raving about it. Right. You know, all my friends and stuff. And so I was like, all right, I'm gonna give the dudes a beast, dude. Like I haven't yeah. checked out none of his shit until just recently. Like the dude's like legit, legit. And I'm just, just cracking open the book or whatnot. hundred million dollar offer is probably one of the best marketing books that's been written in the last 15 years. I, I would even put him above Russell Brunson's like expert secrets or mark or uh, funnel secrets and all of that, it just blows right past it. Cause you look at Hormozy's book, it's maybe only like what a hundred, you've got it right in front of you. It's like what 120 pages. It's, yeah, it's, it's super, it's super straight short. to the point. Yeah, yeah. You look at Brunson, man, Brunson's got fat ass libraries of books that take you weeks to get through, but it's he, and that's what I'm saying. Like he's at that sage level to where he can take 500 pages of content give you exactly what you need in 120 and it's fire yeah and that's, that, the, that's fucking... the value of the sage right like they're able to take the really big concepts and give them to you in the bite-sized pieces that are actually going to matter and that's exactly yeah. the trajectory i see you going to is because it seems like you've mastered the benevolent alpha right we I've, i remember your post back from 2016 2017 when you were first coming out and starting to get into this Right. And then like two years ago, you really moved into that accidental hero of like, hey, like I got all these I got all these downloads. We got all these people ranking number one on Apple. And here's like here's kind of like how they became the hero. Here's how I became the hero. And in the last like six to eight months, you've switched from that to story journey follow. So you've even ascended that same ladder. And I wouldn't be surprised if in the next few months you escalate into that sage tier. 
because wow, you're doing man. the work. You're doing that personal work that's going to push all that back down. Yeah, man. Dude, with with that personal work, dude, like I know we're switching back to that real quick. I just want to, is it all right if I ask you a yeah. question about it real quick? Yeah. I've uh, so far with that, like, you know, and uh, as I get into this, I, I'm going to say first and foremost, I'm not a med- me, me and Alex ain't medical professionals and uh, and nothing we say is advice. We're just sharing our own experience. So don't take anything we say as advice when you talk to them. Motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm not a medical I'm, doctor. Yeah, we're off the hook, man. All right. <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, man, uh, what's I've done uh, MDMA assisted psychotherapy, which has been fucking incredible for me. Um, and there's a 70% uh, clinical trials cure rate for PTSD right now uh, with that. Um, it's been fucking super impactful. Um, that and I've been doing EMDR, um, which is, uh, is pretty, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty dope, man. It's like, it's weird. It's like, you would think like, like somebody moving their fingers or you're hearing this clicking sound like, like it's kind of silly, but it really does help you reprocess old memories and get and change old negative cognitions and help your self-awareness game. Like you'll start for me, I'll share a quick story. Uh, for me, like there, there, I started disassociating a lot. Um, it started, I tracked it all the way back to when my dad died when I was seven and we were in the, in the room and, uh, they, you know, we came back, we found out he got in the car crash that night, next morning we come in and you know, he's dead. And they tell us, and then my sister and me are hugging my mom and my sister's like bawling her eyes out. She's 10 and a half. She's three and a half years older than me. I'm seven. Um, and I just wasn't crying. And like, I thought, you know, for years that it was like, oh, I was just too young to understand what was going on. But man, I was disassociating myself and like numbing myself out. Like my ego was pushing all those feelings and everything down below the surface and like disassociating from that, like that, that, that moment. Right. And, um, and then that's been a pattern that I've, that I have repeated in the past a lot that I'm aware of now that I'm getting more into my feelings and sensories and stuff in my body and shit. And, uh, anyways, um, with my, with my wife, like there would be times where she'll say something that triggers, you know, some unresolved shit that I still got to do some work on that makes me feel like I'm not good enough. Like, for example, like if she asked me to do something around the yard and I do it and I'd bust my ass and then she'll she'll point out something that I didn't do an excellent job at and, and, and not give me praise first. She didn't do anything wrong. She's just, you know, pointing out that fact, but that would trigger me of like, damn, I'm not good enough again, like with my mom right. and shit or whatever. And, um, and so in the past I would either like, man, fuck you. Like I just did this and you don't even recognize what I did. I'd either do one of those, you know, a blow up impulse, whatever, or I would do the icing out the not talk to her and whatever that shit. And that was my patterns for so long. And now like I'm seeing that pattern as it happens and I'm able, and it's been hard as fuck. Cause I still got some unresolved shit that I'm doing, but I'm choosing new patterns. Some of the hardest shit to do is those moments right there where you want to be like, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? But I'm <laughs> but able I love to you. Show- yeah. You know, <laughs> so that's just been impactful, man. It really has like, yeah. th- just think about that. Cause like, dude, I'll be, I'll be honest, dude. I don't give a fuck, dude. Like I use, there's been times since I've been home, like me and Stephanie have gotten in fights and I gotten so fucking mad. Like when my kids were like four boys were like four and shit where I've gotten so mad to where I've broken something in front of them. They see that. And I didn't think about it at the time with that, what kind of effect that has on a kid. But dude, that has a really bad effect, traumatizing effect on a kid to see their mom and dad fighting and their dad breaking shit. And they feel like their mom's going to get hurt and like all that shit. Like that's some real shit. 
and it freaks them out and it fucks their central nervous system all up and jacks it up. Dude. So anyways, like the impacts of that shit now where, where I'm choosing different shit not to blow up and shit. And I'm not perfect. Sometimes I still want to be like, man, fuck, you know what I'm saying? But the fact that I'm seeing it now and I'm choosing new things, you know what I'm saying? I'm building that muscle, changing those old patterns and healing that shit at the same time. Like that, that that's, that's impact and shit, man. Yeah. You said you had a question. I don't know where I was going with that. From. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. It's all good. I went down a tangent. <laughs> so what's next for you? You've, uh, you've done a lot of work in the last few months, but where's this going? You said that you were looking to impact a lot of lives and, uh, I think you're on that path, but what does that really look like for me, man? It's crystal clear. Um, it's, it's everything vertically integrated now. And, um, dude, I was trying for so long there for a minute. There was trying to get away from the podcasting thing and, and pivot to the thing that I'm ultra fucking passionate about with the alpha underdog shit, which is life, mind, body, soul, relationships, finance, dominating all phases of the game, not just the business. Here's the deal, man. The market wants my podcast shit. The market does like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm known for. That's what I'm a fucking beast at. That's the main thing, right? And so many entrepreneurs do this shit. And I, I've heard about this before, but I still fucking made the same mistake. Not not mistake, just a learning phase, right? Um. So anyways, to, to, to wrap it all up, podcasting is the main thing. I'm scaling the fuck out of that, but I'm incorporating the live event, you know, the Alpha Dog Pound Live and Alpha Underdog and all that shit still. It's a, all part of the piece, right? The mastermind. We're going to help people build dominant brands with podcasts in that mastermind and bring a group of people. And we could focus on these other areas too, but you know what I'm saying? So anyway, scale the hell out of that. I want to have 5,000 plus events do like, I want to have that in the next five years. That's what I'm shooting for. And like I said, I want to impact people. I help people give people a voice with a podcast. It gave me a voice to get my message out there and get the shit rocking it. Right. And that's why I'm passionate about that. So scale that, but I still get to talk about my experience. And part of my experience is, going back and healing that shit up. And that's where I, where I really feel like I'm going to make the most impact. So yeah, just keep on building the fuck out of the brand and scaling it up. So with podcasting, um, one, people think it's super saturated still. And I think we're only seeing the beginning of it, even though it's been around for a while, uh, you'll hear people be like, Oh, like, like everybody and their brother has a podcast, but there's most podcasts don't go past like five or seven episodes before somebody quits. So while there's a lot of them, there's really not that are even past the 50 episode point. And then when you start getting into the hundreds, there's almost nobody there. And it just creates like this weird kind of like social media ecosphere where it feels like there's a lot. But once you're starting to move up into those more episodes, uh, people fall off really quick. And it's not necessarily that your audience falls off. They just don't see that instant reward of getting more followers or getting more downloads or more listeners. So it kind of twists and kind of flips on them where they're like, ah, it, it didn't work. But like you were talking about, it's just that consistency over time to get you there. Um, and with that, that's allowed you to get a lot of really cool and unique guests onto your show. So how have you gone from kind of getting those initial guests and really getting to the Bradleys, the Patrick Bet Davids, like all these high level uh, entrepreneurs that were getting on their calendar, uh, like even Grant Cardone is extremely difficult to get to for most people. But how has that journey been like for you? And then what guests do you absolutely see yourself having in the future? 
Yeah, great question, man. And and I'm glad you brought up Grant Cardone because he was hard, dude. And I'll tell you exactly how I got Grant Cardone. This is what happened. I went to grantcardone.com. I went to the contact page. I filled out that little form that everybody fills out when they get to that contact page. And then when I hit submit, I was like, man, fuck, everybody's filling out this form. Like, I need to stand out somehow. And then I looked to the side of that form on the contact page, and there's the 1-800 number. And I said, fuck it. I called the 1-800 number. His sales guy got on. I was like, yo, Grant, I just went on a massive podcast tour. My podcast is blowing up. It's a top rated podcast. I've had on the show. I, I mentioned Bradley or whatever. I was like, I was like, man, I got to get Grant Cardone on, man. We got to make it happen. How do we make it happen? The dude gave me Grant Cardone's email. No shit. Yeah, I fucking got lucky. But guess what? I wouldn't have got lucky if I wouldn't have done that shit in the first place. So I earned that shit. But um, what do you call it? Uh, he gave me Grant Cardone's email. I messaged Grant Cardone uh, or emailed him. He said, thanks. Here's my assistant. Boom. I messaged his assistant. She said, thanks. Here's the booking agent. Boom. I went back and forth with the booking agent for four months on email. And then I had him on the show at the end of 2019. Uh, and the first thing he wanted to talk about was prison bus sex. He asked me about this. I was like, man, I don't fucking know. Bro. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, that's how I started it. Like, like now, and I'm still, I still use that same method, dude. I have been harassing Taylor Welch for the last few weeks and i finally got him off of facebook messenger to his phone we're texting now and then i'm setting up some shit in december so we're gonna go down it's not locked in stone yet but man, this is the process like i literally will hit people up and just communicate how much i want them on my show and what the benefit is for them coming on the show and i'll keep it short straight to the point kind of like that the sage alicor mosey like no fluff like straight to the point here's the benefits coming on the show here's something i really want can you come on that's it, man. And fucking, I just go hard on that, man. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll if I don't know, like I'm going to do with Alec, Alex Hermosi, I'm literally, this is the process I'm going to do because he's going to be an, another person I want to come on. Um, I'm going to type in Alex Hermosi on Google and then it's going to show me his websites and I'm going to go on there and I'm going to try and find all the emails I could find and send them emails. I'm going to send it to all the emails I could find pitching all there. And then I'm going to go to his Instagram and I'm going to slide in his DMs there. And then I'm going to do that every single month until I get a response. And then when I get a response, I'm going to do it every single week until I get a no or I get it locked in. And that's just the process. And I just keep it short, sweet to the point. You and I will talk after this recording about, uh, about Taylor. All right. Absolutely. I got something for you. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> man, so many people stopped before they got the yes. Yeah. Don't they like, dude, <laughs> they do. And so I got lucky. I believe that for the way I grew up, like fucking getting told, no, 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 no. All the fucking time. Like I'm I fucking can just see you up. Everybody's asked me and like, I want this. No, I want this. No, but I'm going to get it. No. And then eventually they're like, God, will you just shut up? <laughs> Bro, <laughs> you I, got it. I'm immune to no. Right. But I mean, obviously like, a, but, but yeah, you don't take no, no doesn't mean no it just means maybe not right now, or maybe I haven't communicated the value to you yet, you know, or, or maybe, yeah, no is just no. Cause it's just not the right fit. Cause that does happen too. But you know what I'm saying? Like you never know. And unless you fucking follow up and are persistent and don't take no for an answer and, and fucking, yeah. Like, dude, like I still, I've been pitching Gary Vaynerchuk since I had this podcast. It's going on five years in April. I still ain't got his ass, but I'm still going to fucking pitch him. And I'm still going to fucking talk to people. Like, it's going to happen eventually. It'll happen eventually. You know what I mean? So, 
And, and, and if it doesn't, it doesn't, but guess what? I'm fucking going after the people that I want on there and, and he's within reach. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like I'm trying to get Elon Musk on right now or Donald Trump. Like my brand isn't that at that level yet. Right. It, I believe it will be, you know what I'm saying? Where, where, where I'm going in my mind and where I see it. But right now I'm not going to waste my time trying to get Donald Trump on my podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that. Uh, Although so, that would be pretty cool though. <laughs> that would be an interesting conversation. Be like, oh, bro. Hey, and so like with you about to be indicted, what do you want to know about prison? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the hookup, but you got to come on my podcast. Yeah, <laughs> bro. I'll send you, I will send you all the commentary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking hilarious, bro. That would be pretty epic. <laughs> but like getting a hold of people, um, it's almost like the Kevin Bacon effect, right? Uh, or or whatever it is like like you're only you're only seven layers away from somebody like it's just all about how and when do you want to leverage that that network and how persistent are you going to be same with marketing like people give up way too fast on marketing they think oh i'm going to send one email and i'm just going to convert my entire list it's like no bro like you got to send 60 then 100 more and then eventually they will but the idea that I did it once and now I'm done because they didn't say yes the first time. It's insane. Yeah. Question about that, man. Email marketing. I just put a post out a couple, a couple weeks ago and I got a few guys cause I was asked my network. Who's the, 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 the email marketing fucking ninja, like the dude that gets shit done. Cause uh, 2023 for me, I want to add 50 K in revenue um, a month through email marketing by adding 50,000 subscribers to our yeah. email newsletter. And I want to sharpen my skills in email marketing. Uh, that's been something that uh, always have heard about, and something that I never really went all in on. And this year, I'm doing that. I got I got, I've, I got a little over three thousand subscribers to my newsletter right now, uh, which is cool. Um, but yeah, I want to go on it. So the question is, like, uh, I got this sequence that brings them in, and it gives us so much value. And I'm t- telling the stories, right, and the emotions, and all this stuff, and the journey, and and um. And then now, like I got broadcasts where every single Monday I'll hit them with the newsletter of the new episode. And then I talk about mind, body, soul, relationships, finance. I give a little blurb about each one of those. And that's the newsletter every Monday. And then I'll, I'll send them other emails throughout the week. Um, sometimes, sometimes it's all five days. Sometimes it's like three times a week, but it's at least twice a week. What are your thoughts on that? if you're wanting to build like a newsletter actively engaged community and shit and, and people that can also benefit from your services and whatnot. Let me tell you a super ninja hack. Yes, sir. Leverage other social media content posts that you already have and then just reframe it. So you don't have to necessarily break everything down. Um, because then like, if you're breaking all that down, like, like here's my top five social posts of the week, right? That's been done and played so much. And honestly, nobody cares. But what you can do is essentially reframe an entire piece of content with maybe like 15 sentences that are individually spaced out so it doesn't look like a lot, basic copywriting, and then push them back into other posts, whether that's within your alpha group, because then if they're not in your group, they have to answer the questions to get into your group. And now you can start hitting other pieces of content that you want to get a lot of engagement on. And maybe that's the post that then pushes them over to join inside of your empowerment group or into your mastermind and really start pushing them into your other services. If you're just going to send out a newsletter, send out a newsletter, it's not going to do much for you. It's not going to grow the group or grow the list. But if you've got other things to feed into your other social media content, 
hey, I got a I got a TikTok post when I checked earlier. You're at like 5.2 million views on that fucking thing. It's crazy, right? I would break down inside that newsletter. Here's how I got this, and here's how this worked. Go check out the post, right? Now we're pulling people back into TikTok, or we're pulling them into your Facebook group, or we're pulling them into Instagram on a piece of content that's actually valuable with the education or the information on the front part of it. So I'm reframing an already existing post that's getting more engagement to move through onto my offer. Dude, yeah, that's a, that's a whole little breakdown. You could tell you could tell you did this a time or two, man. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Just it's like a I get bit. paid to do it. Yeah, <laughs> that's nice, man. <laughs> oh, um, level of mastery, man. Got to gotta love it. But that's one way. Um, I've been doing um, printed newsletters. What's that? So every month I send, I don't think I've actually even talked about this on the podcast. This is my own shameless plug. Uh, for $27 a month, I write out a really long form copy because I'm, I like copywriting and I love writing more than I actually like video or even podcasting. Um, but every month I'll drop. So it goes once a month, it's mailed to the individual. It's $27 a month. And I actually mail a piece of information that's relevant for this period of time. So when somebody signs up, the first issue is free. The first issue is always the same. It's episode 000. And then when they sign in, they actually get whatever month we're on. So like right now we're on month six of me doing this. And then I'm starting them then at month six. And eventually I'll go back and sell the entire year worth of content for like a hundred bucks, right? But the goal of that is to just push people into a different form but on the back side of my episode or those things that I mail, I actually have a QR code to either different pieces of content to my Facebook group, to the podcast and all these different elements of content, because I want to barrage them with different pieces of medium that are going to bring us back into my ecosphere. I don't want them ever leaving it, but I want to give them different ways to consume it because I feel like traditional newsletters get lost in email. And over time, if I'm constantly emailing you with just my typical newsletter, you're not really going to get involved and you're not going to read 10 pages worth of a newsletter. But if I mail you something, you'll read it because I'm using yeah. it. And then I found this out when I went to the post office, I can staple up to 10 pieces of paper together and put it in a traditional mailing envelope with one stamp. So for the cost of a stamp, I'm getting inside of your physical mailbox and I'm getting you to read at least, and they're usually anywhere from like four to seven pages worth of my content that's providing value. And I'm typically working towards them going into one of my products one day, but I'm over delivering inside of here month over month over month. Dude, 1000% over delivering. And with that, is it hard to, is it hard to build out the systems for that to, uh, to have that done? Like, to the mail-in part out and all that shit. Super easy. That's what's up. Yeah, because I was looking at I've never done like physical shit like that. And uh that's why I was looking. I was like, it'd be I knew I could figure it out because I mean I figure all business systems are the same. It's just different yeah. different, right? You know, but yeah. It's super low cost and it has amazing impact. And I've got people all over if I had to do it again, I wouldn't do international, but I've got people in like Peru reading this thing. Like, what is somebody in Peru reading all this for? Because it's written in English. I'm not I'm not transcribing any of it, but there's people yeah. all over the world that read this thing. 
That's what's up, dude. I always wonder that too. Like, how the fuck does your shit travel like to to these countries that are like super like either third world or like you know off the grid? You never even heard of it before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's crazy though how this shit spreads out. Alternative yeah, forms, man, and getting them, getting your audience engaged with different mediums of you, because you yeah. can really expand on a topic and. 10 pages because you can print front and back. So it's really 20 pages. So you can do a lot of interesting things, show visuals. You can engage them in longer form stories. You can dig into topics a lot deeper. And with how many podcasts you have, you could probably even go back, have a VA or run it through Rev, pick out like top episodes and then create long form content and written word that you don't even really have to type a lot out for push them back and now you've got a mailing newsletter that's making you money every month yeah we're gonna have to talk bro because because i dude i'm i'm setting up a lot of ecosystems something i've been wanting to do for years that we're we're pulling the fucking trigger on we're first gonna get the uh the uh youtube back rocking yeah and, um, i'm already on youtube shorts uh you know i'm just putting those everywhere um but uh getting the youtube actually rocking the full underdog empowerment uh episode like the whole podcast episode itself and then also the short like four minute to like 12 minutes where it's centered just around one topic that you can then seo that video just like joe rogan does it man he's been doing this shit for years he has the short videos that are around one topic that he can get to rank because it's based around one topic and people are trying to search and solve that one thing or listen yep. to hear about it and that's what drives the new blood, the new people, the new subscribers, the new eyeballs to it. And then he has the other channel because that's the JRE Eclipse. And he has the other channel where it has the full episode, his subscribers. And YouTube is the number one place people are listening to podcasts now. It overtook Apple. That's crazy. YouTube. Bit wow. fucking, uh, that's wild. Bit fucking, uh, um, uh, yeah. So I want to get that going first, ranking and shit. And then I can turn those videos into those blogs like you're talking about, you know what I'm saying? And old podcasts. Uh, but then I got the blogs for underdog empowerment. I want to get an SEO team in there and really build that shit out. Cause like I got, I got a lot of good shit going for me in SEO, but this is the only thing is I got a shit ton of backlinks and some powerful backlinks too, like droppingbombs.com for Forbes, not Forbes console, the actual <laughs> Forbes. <laughs> I'm glad you know about that. Yeah, don't miss me. Don't don't include me in none. Of, don't mention me in none of those articles. No, no. Yeah, you're never gonna get in Forbes. Exactly, dude. So, uh, you know, I got all the back. I got a lot of good backlinks, strong backlinks already. But that's it. I don't know SEO, and that's never that's been never been my jam, right? So I want to get an SEO team in there to do like the off page and on page and the yeah. all that shit that they do. But um. Having that ecosystem and and then having I want to build the fuck out of the email news newsletter and like having this ecosystem where I'm generating all this organic content where they can easily subscribe into it, man. So yeah, we definitely need to talk. Yeah, I would move email newsletter and then something physical, because if all your content is digital, there's so many people that want to that are digital in both. It's a great way to differentiate yourself and yeah. and, and stand out, which is fucking key in marketing <laughs> it's getting paper attention. and ink are cheap yeah i mean think, so think about what you would spend on um on paid ads to acquire one customer right at that high level for a high ticket product you're dealing with hundreds of dollars to acquire somebody 
but at a lower level, if you're just pushing them through and getting them at a lower acquisition cost, now we've got an ascension funnel to move them up the value ladder. So you're just stack. You have the same products. You're just stacking them differently. Yeah. Yeah, man. See, that's why I love talking. You always make my brain go, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then all these possibilities go off and I'm like, oh shit, you know, and get all excited and shit. Heart starts beating fast and shit. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> I think that's what upsets me the most about what's going on right now is everybody thinks that there's no money. There's money everywhere. Mm. Yeah, there's literally money everywhere. It's not that money stops flowing. It just flows into different channels, into different people, into different industries during recessions. And everybody could say, oh, we're not in one. And it's like, oh, but look around, man. Like nobody's buying the same stuff they were a few months ago or even a year ago. Um, what you're going to buy now is more long lasting stuff. You want more value out of your dollar now. So if your audience can connect with you in a more valuable way, something that's more tangible, that's not so fleeting, you're going to position yourself and your brand in a totally different way. Yeah, without a doubt, dude. Exactly, man. And and that's, man, for me, dude, it's, it's all, it, it, I think I, the people that win, man, is, is the ones that could do exactly what you're talking about and that play the fucking long game, man. Like fucking dude everybody's so transactional man and that's not the way to be man if you just show up and you actually fuck and i know this sounds cliche or whatever but that i truly believe you show up you fucking care you fucking do good work and you fucking care about people man and, and you do good work do that shit man you're gonna be all right you know and you play a long game like that man we're running out of time already which really sucks um <laughs> because you and i could jam on stuff forever um but where, but where can people find you? What's the best way for everybody just to figure out more about underdog empowerment, about your content, everything you got going on? Yeah, man. Everything's all on underdogempowerment.com. We got, uh, dude, everything, all my social medias and the podcast. Obviously, if you want to come hang out, get to know me more, we got shit on there for our podcast services. If you're trying to launch one or blow up your current one, uh, we got shit on there for our next event, July 2023 alpha dog pound live dude man i'm putting together something serious here man uh early bird tickets are already rocking on that yeah it's all right there on underdogempowerment.com guys uh when i first launched the hidden falls media experience which some of you that's how you first found out about me all that got launched because of zach and zach's team and uh we ranked number one in apple for marketing for like eight nine weeks consistently and then since then we floated in the top 20 even when we relaunched NeuroHive, we've constantly been in those top ranks because of all the work that your team helped me do. And I'm, uh, up, I'm very grateful because you have, a, you have a very, very great set of skill sets and your team and your educational content is top notch. I appreciate that, man. It means a lot coming from you because you're a fucking beast when this comes to this shit, man. <laughs> Just a normal dude, man. Amen. All right, man. Thank you so much for being here. And uh, hold on after the podcast because I got some stuff for you. Guys, as always, if you enjoyed the show, go share it with somebody because I don't sell you stuff on the ad, even though I did have a shameless plug today. You guys know I never do that. So if you found value, go share the show, tell friends. We'll catch you in the next episode.